that's why she told me the chicken crossed the road. And I was like, that sounds like some bullshit, lady. It sounds like some motherfucking bullshit. Chickens don't eat fucking worms. Do they? I don't know. Do Maybe. But hey, everybody. <laughs> hey, everybody. It is me. Yeah, boy. Stu McAllister with me as always are the dogs. I got Wean Dog over there licking uh, the dog bed. I got uh, Sadie Dog uh, lying on the floor underneath my feet. The cats are on the porch, I think. And uh, that's about it. That's about it. I got uh, I got some feedback yesterday. Uh, Wean Dog was snoring. And I... Uh, put my Radio Shack tape recorder up by her to catch her snoring, and I've been told that I need to catch her snoring more. <laughs> so if uh, if Wean Dog is enthralled by my podcast like a lot of you are, I will try and catch her snoring again. But, uh, hey, everybody, I hope you're having a good day. Was it a good day? Did you have a good day? You did. I know you did. Why? Because it's Monday, June 6th. 2020 dose. I know it's Monday, and I know a lot of people are like, ah, fuck Monday. It's the beginning of the work week or whatever. And I'm like, going, ah, you know, maybe it's just me. I, uh, I enjoy working. I know I've I've uh, bitched a lot about jobs and I've quit some jobs and whatever, but uh, I actually I do enjoy working a lot because uh, it, it gives me something to do. It's structure. I get paid for it. helps me pay some fucking bills. <laughs> so it's a good thing, right? It, it, it most assuredly is a good thing. I like it. It definitely helps when you like your job. Unfortunately, I've had a bunch of jobs lately that I don't particularly care for. And today, today was an okay day at Dib and Knots. For those who don't know, uh, my name is Stephen McAllister. I am a, uh, well, I used to tell jokes for a living. I used to do social work for a living, and now I'm uh, doing a lot of horse shit. And uh, the horse shit I'm currently doing is driving uh, Dividend Ice Cream. Today was a, a 13 and a half hour day. Holy fuck. Was not supposed to be that long of a day, but my boss called, a, called an audible. I had to go replace a, a freezer that it broke down, and Sold some product to another place on the way back. Uh, you know, it's like about an hour and a half north of Grand Rapids. I live in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And uh, I'm coming back and he's like, hey, I'm going to need you to go to Noblesville. And I know all, all of you are going, where the fuck's Noblesville? Noblesville is in Indiana. It's just north of Indianapolis. It is a four-hour drive one way. And I'm like, ugh. Ugh. I'm like, Okay. And uh, that, that made it a much, much longer day because um, that stretch of highway, I think it's 31 that you take down, just always under construction. The speed limit in Indiana for whatever is a lot less. It's like 60 and, and 55. I'm like, 55? Jesus Christ, you fucks. Why don't you just slap it in reverse and go home, you motherfuckers? You're driving like little bitches in Indiana. Indiana, long-time listeners will let you know, Indiana, uh, in my brain, is the worst fucking state. I am not a fan of Indiana at all. Because of drives down 31. It's just 
shit. It's just bad. So I made it for a long day. I had to drive the this rental pickup truck. It's a diesel, which is problems unto itself. And hauling a trailer. Ugh. The diesel truck. I've never really had to drive a diesel truck before. For whatever reason, there is an additive that you need to add to the diesel truck. It's called DEF, D-E-F, I think. And for whatever reason you need to add this, I think it helps like burn off shit in the diesel fuel. Pain in the ass. And on the way back, it, apparently it, there was not enough in it. It was kind of like, you know, how your car will let you know you don't have enough gas or you're running low on gas. It was doing the same thing with the... This deaf shit. I'm like, I don't know, where the fuck do I buy this shit? So I called my boss and he's like, yeah, hey, you probably you get it at most gas stations, whatever. So, uh, well, he's wrong. <laughs> I stopped at three gas stations, one of which was even a truck stop. All three sold diesel fuel. I asked each and every one there. I said, do you guys got any of this deaf shit? And they're like, what? I'm like, don't fucking do corny dad jokes with me, you motherfucker. And they're like, ah, I'll be over there on that shelf. And it was never fucking over there on that shelf. I'm like, motherfucker. And the thing is telling me, um, if I got to a certain mileage on it, it wouldn't go above five miles an hour. <laughs> I'm like, what? So clearly this is some shit I need to get. I finally found some at a Speedway gas station. Speedway never lets me down. Good pizza, good coffee, and now good death. <laughs> and I'd, it was like a big box. I was like, hey, man, do you got any? He's like, yeah, and it's this big fucking box. I'm like, okay. And I bought it and I poured some in. Apparently I didn't pour enough in. I don't know. I fucking whatever. Whatever. It got me back. It got me back to the warehouse. That's all I give a shit about. I told my boss, I'm like, look, man, I bought a whole lot of this shit. It's in the back seat of the, the truck. You, you can pour it in if you want. I'm fucking, it's been a fucking day. I'm done. I'm out. I'm out. Peace, bitches. I'm out. But I hope, I did hope you had a good day. Hope you had a good day. I got, I was informed not once, but twice that I was mentioned on another podcast. How about that, everybody? Your boy is getting mentioned on much more uh, successful and popular podcasts. <laughs> it was the podcast by comedian Nate Bargatze. Now, I don't know if you guys know Nate or not. Apparently, he's crushing it. I think he was just here in Grand Rapids not too long ago. I think he played at the Van Andel Arena. It's, it's like 14,000 people or some shit. So if he's playing a arena like that, clearly he's doing okay. Nate's kind of like, I don't want to call him like a Larry the Cable guy, but he's definitely got like the Southern twang, the Southern boy thing going on. He's a little more thoughtful with his jokes than Larry the Cable guy. Big Vanderbilt fan. I don't know why. He didn't go there. Big Vanderbilt fan. Who the fuck's a fan of Vanderbilt? He's cleaner too, so clearly I'm never going to work with that guy. <laughs> but apparently there was a fan page on Facebook called Make Nate Bargatze Famous. And uh, I I made a post back in 2009, apparently, where I, I said something along the lines of, 
I got to work with Nate Bargatze this weekend. Fantastic. Or some shit like that. And I guess the guys on his on Nate's podcast, uh, Nate Land, recently came across this Facebook group. And I guess they were reading posts from it. And they read my comment. And, and they were like, oh, who wrote that? And they were like, oh, Steve McAllister. And Nate's like, oh, I know that guy. Uh, I, I think it was as simple as that. Have I listened to his podcast? No. Will I listen to his podcast? Probably not. <laughs> Nothing against Nate. Uh, Nate's great. I love Nate. I just don't want to listen to any comedy uh, podcasts of any kind. I just don't. I don't. I got no interest. Instead, my boy, uh, my boy Matt Harper, that's Matt with two T's. The extra T stands for titties. He told me about this podcast that he listens to called The Dollop. It's two dudes talking about whatever. And an episode uh, from like two years ago, I don't know, Matt, maybe Matt's like going in reverse order or some shit, I don't know. But apparently one from like two years ago was uh, about a crime that happened at Loomis Armored Trucks. <laughs> These guys who work for Loomis. And he brought it up to me because uh, new listeners will know or they won't know. I worked for... Loomis armor truck for about two months and then I realized I fucking hated it and I quit <laughs> and um, so but he sent it to me and I'm listening to it and it's just so funny listening to it because they talk about how all the employees at Loomis talk about like robbing the place and I'm like yeah yeah they did they do we, we all fucking talk about it but the reason we talk about it is because there's no fucking way it could happen. You you are unable to rip off Loomis, the armored truck company. I mean, you, you can, but you are going to get caught. And will it be worth it? No. No, it just fucking, it wouldn't be worth it. It would not be worth it, everybody. Even on an inside job, it's not fucking worth it. So I'm listening to it, and it's these dudes... Um, who uh, back, in, I think it got, it was the late 90s, I think they were working there. I don't think they said the dates. The guys are like this, approximately the same age I am in the early 50s now. And uh, these guys, they rip, ripped off Loomis. And at, at the time, I don't know if it still is, it was the second largest heist ever of like, it was like $17 million. Like, Jesus Christ. And it was, you know, all inside job. And they might have been able to get away with it, but they're all dumb as fuck. They were all dumb as fuck. They spent uh, money inappropriately. Uh, there was a cam a third camera that nobody seemed to know about that was working that caught the guy doing shit. And uh, it, it was just so, and they, they did. They eventually, after like two months, they all got caught. The one guy fled to Mexico, but he was living the high life. And you can't, he, you had to hold on to the money. The, their plan was to hold on to the money. It's something to do with like two years. After two years, the case goes cold or whatever. So if they could hold out for two years, they would be doing okay. But they're all like just blowing through money. Unreal. And they got caught, and they're all dumb as fuck. And uh, did I enjoy that podcast? Yeah! Would I listen to another episode of The Dollop? 
if someone recommended me, I, I don't think I can necessarily go back and fucking just listen to them all the time. That one in particular, though, that was like a live podcast. They were in Raleigh-Durham fucking going over this fucking story. The incident took place in uh, in North Carolina. Maybe that's why they chose to talk about it there in Raleigh-Durham. And they talked about how the guy who was like the manager, he was working there like 80 hours a day or a day, a week. And he was making like $8.50. That's why it makes me think it was the late 90s. But, um, you know, just barely squeaking by, hating life. And that was part of the reason why they went to rob the joint. And it was so funny. The guy at the end, like, you know, they all went to prison. The one dude served like five years. One of the other guys served like 11 years, whatever. And um, the guy who, who was the main character, he was like, yeah, I have absolutely no no regrets. Uh, I, I don't feel any guilt about ripping off Loomis. And I'm like, good for you. Because, I mean, that's kind of how I would have felt too if I had ripped off Loomis. I would have been like, yeah, fuck this place. Because even though they paid okay, there was still a level of like, they were just fucking you. They were just fucking you. And that was that was the thing with these guys, the two, where they're like, yeah, fuck bosses. Fuck all the fucking bosses. And I'm like, yeah, fuck the bosses. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them in the butthole. Fuck them all day. Fuck them in the butthole. It's not that gay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, today was long for me. Long day, long day. People talk about, oh, it's just driving. I don't know. Do you guys want to drive eight hours? Because essentially that's what it was. Driving four hours down there, doing the deed, dealing with the one customer, and then driving back four hours. So that's like eight hours of driving. Most people fucking don't want to drive one hour, let alone eight so uh, I call shenanigans when people just go, oh, yeah, it's just fucking driving. It's just fucking driving. Holy shit. Oh, my God. This has happened to me before where I have stories all picked out. I got it all on my fucking computer here. And then somehow it, they all get deleted. And that's just what fucking happened. Shit just got <laughs> fucking deleted Jesus Christ uh, today wasn't going to be a long podcast just because I'm tired it's 9.30 I got to get it pretty early again tomorrow it wasn't going to be a long one but fuck me and fuck my mom I hate it when that happens I hate it when things beyond my control like that happens It's people talk about karma I got a buddy of mine who is not necessarily led uh, the greatest of lives. You know, he's been in trouble with the law and you know, prison and rehab and all sorts of shit, whatever. And, uh, but some positive things have been happening to him lately. And he kind of, he, he was kind of a, a cre uh, crediting it to karma because he feels like he's been doing positive things. And he's like, yeah, if you do positive things, positive things will come back to you. And I'm like, Man, I'm glad things are going well for you now, but fuck that noise. No, it doesn't fucking work like that. Bad things happen to good people, and good things happen to bad people. That's just how it fucking works. And if you believe otherwise, that's magical thinking on your part of 
if uh, if I envision it, it's going to happen. One of the places that I stopped at today, I had to go to the bathroom. It was a little, this little ice cream shop, and I um, I ran, ran inside, used the bathroom, and it was kind of they they had written all these weird like supposed to be inspirational quotes or whatever on the bathroom but one that just struck me as being dumb was someone wrote nothing but good things happen to me is it nothing but good things happen to me what the fuck no fucking way bad things happen to everybody to everybody to fucking everybody The power of positive thinking is bullshit. <laughs> I mean, I wish I could. I wish I could think that way. I wish I could have the whole ignorance is bliss kind of thing of just being fucking unaware of the nonsense going around us. I mean, uh, I, I wanna, I wanna just, I wanna feel better. I just can't. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about, right? Am I wrong? I, I want to think positive. I would like to very much to think positive. So on my way down to Indiana, I had to stop. I I, I had to get some gas for the diesel, the, the dizzle for shizzle. I had to go to the bathroom. I was like, okay, so I'm go. I went in right. I'm I'm going in. This is kind of like a you know multi faceted business. There's like a McDonald's and the gas station. Uh, convenience store it's also like a truck stop so there's showers there and everything it's everything all in one right and so i'm wandering into the bathroom and there is this guy who wanders in front of me and uh he wanders up to the first urinal uh for for the ladies who who may not know this when you go to the bathroom you you have the buffer so I went, there were three urinals. I didn't go to the one in the middle. I went to the one on the other side. So I'm not next to this guy. So you do it. You only use the middle one if there's no choice. You give guys buffers. That's just how it works. So the dude, he immediately does the thing where he like hugs the wall. He puts his arm against the wall and he's like sighing. And he immediately is pissing and uh i don't know how big his dick hole is but it sounds like water is coming out of fucking like a water spout from like your gutters like it is just rushing out it is like screaming it's like ah screaming out of his dick hole right like he is fucking cracking porcelain with the power of his piss yeah, and he's just like, uh, you know, he's doing one of those. Ladies, I don't know if any ladies do that, but guys do that all the fucking time. Uh, like, I'm like, are you all right, man? And um, I really had to piss, too. So I started about a second after him. And I didn't have a screaming piss. But my piss lasted a hell of a lot longer than his did. Because he was done pissing, he zippers up, he goes wash his hands, he fucking towels off his hands, and I'm still fucking pissing. 
I am now goddamn proud of my piss. <laughs> it was a long piss, everybody. It was a long piss. Oh, and it just felt so much better. So I get out, right? I get out, and I'm like, you know what? I have, I've been having a hankering lately, and this is going to sound weird, everybody. Uh, I've been having a hankering for Tootsie Rolls. Is that weird? It's absolutely weird. Every once in a while, I get a hankering for something weird, and I had a hankering for a Tootsie Roll. And I haven't seen them lately in stores. For some reason, that seems to be a candy that's getting forgotten by the general population. But I'm like, I'm bringing it back, baby. So I went into the candy aisle that they had there, and sure as fuck, they have one, right? I'm like, oh, God, this is great. So I grabbed it, go up to the counter, I go to pay for it. It's like a buck twenty-nine or some shit like that. I rip out a fiber. And I give the lady the fiver, and she takes it from me. And then she does something with it that I'm like, why the fuck did you do that? They have a machine there, a machine, that they use to check to make sure things are counterfeit or not. She shoves this $5 bill in her counterfeit machine, and clearly it comes back that it's not counterfeit. And I wanted to be like, really? Are you guys having problems with counterfeit fives? And I'm going to tell you why it's fucking ridiculous that she checked this fucking $5 bill. No one is counterfeiting $5 bills. It is. It, it doesn't make any sense for a counterfeiter to do it because they're going to spend more money on, on a fucking trying to make a five look legitimate. It, it is. They're not going to make enough money back on making these fucking fake five. That's why, like, the $20 bill is the, is the perfect bill for them because they can do it pretty quickly and they can still make money from it. But I'm like, really, lady? You're, you're fu- you got fucking counterfeit fives streaming through your goddamn truck stop, huh? So I had, uh, I had my mask on, and I think that's why I'm wearing... I got a... Uh, kind of like a Bill's Mafia neck gaiter. And that's what I was wearing today. And I want to tell you, everybody, people are not wearing masks so much anymore. And I'm fairly disappointed by it. Get one that you think is cool, everybody. Make the mask a part of an accessory for you. Make it match your shirt and your clothes or do like I do. It's a favorite team of yours or fucking make one for a Pokemon or some shit. I don't know. Do however you want to do. Just fucking wear one, for Christ's sake. For Christ's sake, you fucking fucks. I mean, and I know the gator doesn't work as well as the mask. I am 100% aware of that. But fuck me. Wear something, everybody. Because for the majority of you listening, you're ugly as fuck. (laughs) I'm including myself. The toothless wonder. There's a guy working a register today at a where I had to replace the freezer, and he was missing a tooth. And I want to be like, hey, we're missing tooth brothers. But then I noticed this guy was missing a tooth because of, like, meth use or something. Because he came out from behind the counter. Because I asked him, I was like, where's the freezer? And he had no clue, so he came out from behind the counter. And this guy had all sorts of weird cuts on his leg. Like, just, like, 
self-harmed cuts is what I believe. I believe this fucker had been cutting on himself. But it's weird because usually dudes don't cut themselves. Dudes don't do that a ton. And this dude was probably like my age. He was fucking middle age at least. You wouldn't think a dude doing that. So he looked like he was self-cutting or maybe he was just letting his cat use his fucking leg as a scratching post or some shit. Just weird as fuck. Weird as fuck. People are weird as fuck. So I don't know if you guys know this or not. Um, well, clearly, longtime listeners will know I've been getting back into like uh, football cards, right? Like that's kind of my my new jam. I like uh, buying things from dudes, and I like uh, I haven't really sold. Well, I have sold some shit, but. Um, uh, oh, sorry, I, I'm blanking out. My brain is not my brain is not working. Oh, speaking of which, I lost my glasses yesterday. I talked about this on the podcast. I lost my glasses yesterday. I was having a hard time finding them. Uh, for those who subscribe to the Patreons, I will tell you, I found my glasses. Where would I found my glasses? Well, where do you fucking think they were? They were in the upstairs bathroom on the tank of the toilet. <laughs> Where else are you going to leave your glasses? <laughs> Fucking idiot. But uh, so I've been getting back into collecting cards. And there was recently, there was this kid, a 13-year-old kid, who uh, opened up this new box of um, Prism football cards, right? Prism are these very, like, shiny cards. They're very nice cards. They're a little thicker. They're nice. I like them. For whatever reason, this new box of Prism cards is selling for, hold on to your seats, everybody, a box of cards, $1,300. Now, I don't know how many packs you get in that box, and I don't know how many cards will come in each pack, but my assumption is that you're probably going to get 50 or less cards for your $1,300. Now, I know in those cards you can get autographs. I don't think... Prism doesn't do any patch cards, so it's pretty much you're looking for the autographs or they'll have numbered cards, which means um, they only made 50 of these cards, 100 of these cards, one of these cards. There are... There are a bunch of these one-of-one cards. You got the one and only card like this. And uh, over the weekend, a kid, a 13-year-old kid, got a box of these. And that's what, it blows my mind away. Because that's something about this hobby that I'm reconnecting with that I don't like is it is pricing out people. Like, I can't afford to purchase one of these boxes. I wouldn't either because a good portion of the time, like I bought like clearly cheaper boxes. Like I bought a $40 box of cards and you know, cause Oh my God, you might get this, this, or this. It's just a new form of gambling, everybody. Cause I opened up the box and there was really just kind of shit. I mean, there was nothing that I was excited about. And suddenly going, I would rather just spend this $40 on other shit, right? Uh, Shit that I want, that I know I want, as opposed to, like, this gambling nonsense. But this kid bought 
this box for $1,300. And in the process of opening all these packs, he came across one of those one of ones that I was talking about. He came across a Mac Jones, the quarterback for the uh, New England Patriots. One of one. And um, he ended up selling it for, it was over a hundred thousand dollars. A hundred thousand dollars. Did you guys hear me? That's six figures. Six fucking figures. This 13 year old kid is now a hundred thousand dollars richer. Uh, I bring the whole thing up because the, the, the fucking idiots who, who purchased this card are from goddamn Grand Rapids. There's a store here in town called Johnny Ford Sports Cards. I have been to their shop and I've purchased cards from them. Clearly not a $100,000 car, but they bought it. They, they, they had a post about it. The Mac Jones Prism Black Rookie 101 made it home to Johnny Ford's yesterday. It's available for sale. <laughs> Well, yeah, but to me, it's just weird of like, first off, um, who who the fuck's going to give you six figures for a fucking football card, a brand new football card? I know it's one-on-one, but Jesus fucking Christ. And uh, Mac Jones is garbage. He is a bag of milk. He is, he is inadequate. He is never going to win a Super Bowl. Mark it. He is not going to win a Super Bowl. It's just, it's just weird. So, like, my dad burst my bubble a long time ago when I was collecting because I, you know, I had a card or whatever. I don't know. I had a fucking OJ Simpson rookie card that I bought for like ten bucks, and I was like, ah, I got this card for ten dollars. Dad, it's pretty sweet. And he's like, that card's not worth anything until you can find someone to give you ten dollars for it. I'm like, ah, fuck, fuck. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Until I find someone who'll pay me for it, it ain't worth shit. So I can't lie. I can't, I like those dudes enough over at Johnny Ford. I like them enough. But they're very much, the hobby is an investment for them. And fuck me, man. I just want to have fun. I want to trade cards. <laughs> That's all I want to do. Where's your quarter box? I want to find not a nice football card for a quarter, you dick. I don't want to give you $100,000. I don't I mean, Everybody's going to take whatever, and then they're going to fucking wreck it by trying to profit off of it. I got a couple guys that I'm trading cards through Twitter. Twitter has become this new thing. Like, it used to be a lot of comedians for me. Now I'm, it's switching over to Bill's Mavi, and it's switching over to football card sales guys, and there's a couple of guys that I'm doing trades with, which I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I know for the most part, they're probably fucking me. But I'm like, I have these cards. They're just sitting in a box. I would rather have some cards that I like as opposed to these cards that are just going to sit here in my box. In my box. What's in the box? Gwyneth Paltrow's head. That's what's in the box. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow's head. That was a good movie. Seven. I liked it a whole lot. Uh, I did have things to talk about, everybody, but like I said, they all disappeared. Uh, Deshaun Watson's got another person accusing him of shit. That's 24. I don't believe 24 women are lying. I'm sorry, everybody. I just don't. 
Um, so I'm going to end it because everything just disappeared on me. I'm tired as fuck. It's almost 10 o'clock. I'm going to go to bed and I'm going to get up early. <laughs> so uh, that's it, everybody. Sorry this one's short. This is kind of like how life goes sometimes. If you guys can do me a solid, go check out my Facebook page. Uh, go check out my Twitter page. Go check out the Macari. Oh, speaking of which, uh, I sell mostly sports shit on Macari. And every day I've just been taking like one item that I sell on Macari and I post about it on Facebook. And yesterday, yesterday I posted about a Green Bay Packers set of a chef's hat and an apron. Brand new, everybody. Brand new. Right in the, the still in the packaging. For $15. And I, I'm throwing it out there. And a lot of people, I get a lot of people like, oh, or a lot of people will, will tag someone else in it. And they're like, oh. Um, but I had to, this is the second time where I've had somebody go, I will pay you to burn it. <laughs> and both times it's been Green Bay Packer shit. So someone bought it for the $15 that I was selling it for. And they want me to burn it and say, fuck the Packers. So tomorrow I will be making a video of me burning the uh, chef's hat and the apron and uh, saying, fuck the Packers. So uh, look for that if you want, everybody. Look for that. Uh, so check out my Macari story. No Father's Day is coming up pretty quick. Uh, and if you got a dad who likes sports of any kind, maybe there's some shit up there. So uh, go check it out. There's a link on my Instagram, my Twitter, and my Facebook. And if you can't find it, message me and i will send you the link as well too so you can check out shit uh go check out these four things if you could go check out matt harper art i just talked to you about matt harper recommending the dollop to me uh matt is a great artist and so he has a instagram page and a tiktok page for his art it's just matt harper art Go buy some art from him or commission him to draw something for you. That's Matt Harper Art. That's Matt with two T's. Extra T stands for titties. Then we got the Sunday Slaw. That is a Stephanie and Adam House, a married couple, who has decided that the best way for them to continue to have a great relationship is to eat a lot of coleslaw together. Now, I've never thought about that, uh, but apparently it's working because their relationship seems to be going pretty good. So every Sunday they eat some coleslaw. They do a Facebook Live of themselves eating the coleslaw, and they give you the yay or the nay. It's uh, good stuff. And if you like coleslaw, you'll like it a whole lot. So check them out, the Sunday Slaw. Then check out uh, Magic JBM. That's John Badass Midgley. John is a magician, hence the Magic JBM. Uh, he's a good magician, good artist, good dude. Go check him out, Magic JBM. And then last but not least, bear, boards and tables, bears and grizzly. I just saw a video of a grizzly bear chasing wild horses. That's crazy. Wild fucking horses. I would think a horse could outrun a bear, but what do I know? But uh, go check out bear, boards and tables. They got an Instagram page and a Facebook page. And uh, Mark, the owner, he's got a bandsaw and he makes a lot of things out of wood, like uh, cutting boards and keychains and knickknacks and things of that nature. So they have a Macari store as well, too. So go check out their Macari store. You'll see the link on the Facebook and the Instagram. Buy something from him and mention the Elemental Podcast and get a 10% discount. So do that. So Bear Boards and Tables, Magic JBM, The Sunday Slaw, and Matt Harper are Check them all out. And uh, you can consider subscribing to my Patreon if you could. Five bucks a month. 
And uh, this just gets you a lot more podcasting. So if you like this podcast, you'll love that podcast because it's the same shit, just more of that shit. So, uh, all right, everybody, that's done. I'm going to go to bed in approximately five minutes. I'll see you guys later. Uh, Have a good one. Okay, bye.